Mama, I just killed a man. I put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger, now that motherfucker's dead. Mama, life has just begun, but now I've gone and thrown it all away. Sorry, Mama. Mama! Thank y'all for listening to episode two with my brother Matthew. Yay! Describe yourself in a few words. Uh, goofy. Opportunist. Temperamental. Judgmental. Giving. Cautious. And no fucks given. What inspires you? Go. Uh, my father, he's hardworking, works in the heat, works in the cold, works if he's got 105 fever, like, he just, he doesn't stop. He'll stop when he dies, basically. That's, that's the day he'll stop. Uh, another inspiration, not just people or, or anything in general, just my mother specifically, she, uh... I don't, okay, I... I Inspiration would have to be both my parents because I think I'm a blend of each of them. Like, hardworking, I think logically, but at the same time, I have my mom's side, which is kind, caring, and can be carefree at the same time. Like, I'm a perfect blend of both of them, and so that's what my parents have to inspire me. That's because that's, that's who I am. Like, kind and caring, but at the same time, like, shoot, like, my dad's fucking more logical. I'm like, snap back to reality real quick. I go from that logical thinking to a dreamer because that's just what they were. Like, they were perfect opposites, but I guess they blended perfectly into me. So, because I, I could see how to execute a plan from a dreamer standpoint, but then I can also back it up with a realistic standpoint and set the goals to achieve that, that goal. Whereas, some people can only dream or some people can only think logically. So. Go. Fucking, okay. What brings you peace? Uh, Gabby and Killian and trusting in God. When I come home from work or having a stressful day, being able to hold my child and see him laugh and see Gabby smile, that, that, that gives me peace. And... <laughs> trusting in God, making sure that he knows my will not be done and his will be done, that's what gives me peace. Fucking watching these waves. What makes you the happiest? Like, that's, that's my happiness. Like, I mean, chilling with friends, 
to be able to like, kick it back and relax, that's happy. But like pure joy is probably like the moment Killian was born. Like just that made me the happiest. Like I, I didn't think I was ready to have a baby, but every single day, like even if it makes me so frustrated, he makes me happy. <laughs> so I think it's it's uh, it's Gabby and Killian. That's what makes me happy, the happiest. What brings you down the most? Society. Society is just all backwards. We've lost God. We've lost faith, hope. This country has gone downhill so bad that you can't rely on anybody else, I guess. You can't rely on society. Society doesn't know how to bring justice without without bringing injustice. I guess you could say there's no there's no there's no there's no right and wrong. It's just all gray. Nobody nobody has morals. Nobody has standards. Not not nobody, but majority. They're they're all about themselves. So what brings me down the most is I guess the human population. How selfish it's become. How it's become more pleasure, more consume, 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 than give, give, give. How often do you experience things out of your comfort zone? Yeah. Pretty much every day. Like, though I'm goofy and outgoing, it seems, I'm shy as fuck on the inside, which doesn't really make sense. But in order to become a better person, you have to step outside your comfort zones and experience things, otherwise you just become recluse and not accepting of other things or being open to, I guess, the world. So, so pretty much every day I experience something that makes me uncomfortable or something that makes me like, I don't want to do that, but I know I have to. So you just go through it. How often do you use social media throughout each day? look at Facebook when I'm bored, so that's probably about five or six times a day. Do I really use it to voice up or post anything? No. Other than being goofy or something about Killian or something about music, but other than that, do I really use it? Do I post anything on social media? Once every week? Maybe two weeks? Social media is useless doesn't bring truth to the world. It brings turmoil and conflict. People need to step back from social media and get back to face-to-face. I mean, I use it when I'm bored, but that's about it. Like, if I want to talk to a friend that's not close to me, I'll text them. See what they're doing. Try to try to hang out with them. But to actually communicate with people? Rarely. If you could change the world... In which way would it be? Bring God back to society. Uh, and I guess not make people closed-minded or less open-minded, but realize there is a distinct right and wrong that We're not made for this world. We're made for heaven. And that may piss people off because of my belief or my views. But 
there's too much in this world uh, people can say scientific fact has, has proven God wrong or proven disbelief, but our minds aren't 100% used, so why do we say something's 100% when we use 10% of our brain? And so I bring, bring God back to society to change the world, because bring God back or bring morals or standards, it's not so cutthroat, it's not so ignorant, not so ignorant, less so open to bullshit, less, so, less, less open to the fact that I'm offended and your opinion shouldn't, shouldn't be said, but I'm not, my opinion needs to be heard because I am offended. How important is friendship to you? Friendship is important to better yourself, to better others. So, I mean, it's important to me. But at the same time, like, I got my moments where I'm a loner and I want to be alone. But at the same time, like, you can't survive in a world where you're strictly based focus on yourself, so you need friends, you need friends to get you out of those ruts, you need friends to, to help you out, but at the same time, I'm the type of person that I like to do do my things on my own, so I don't really need people, but but friendship is important, like, it, it helps a person grow, and it's important to me to grow and mature, and friends help you do that, you realize that these friends are only, only here for this, or only here to do fun things and some friends are here to help you get through work or stuff like that so friendship is important to get through everyday life or different aspects of, of your life if you could spend time with anyone dead or alive who would it be I would love to spend more time with my mom Make up for the the ways I mistreat her, but then I'd also want to hang out with my great great grandfather just to get inspired from him because I could see how my family was built and how big of a family he's created and how strong and hardworking he was and how everybody else kept that up. So if I if I could choose one person specifically, it'd be probably be my, my great-grandfather, my great-great-grandfather. I know you lost your mom a few years ago. What do you miss the most about her? There's not one thing you can miss about her. She was quite the character, um, to say the least. People that knew her loved her for her personality, for her, her, her ideas and thoughts. For her fight and her drive, she didn't give up, but she fell down a few times. Like she, she became weak, and it, it, it caught up to her. But her personality—she was outgoing, she was friendly, she laughed, she was loud. Um, shit, I still to this day I'll, I'll walk through my house and hear. 
think she, like she called me so damn much. Like literally, you could ask friends and family. Like I would be at their houses and I'd be like, "What? Did you call me?" And I'd be like, "Or oh, is my mom here?" I, I heard her, and it's because she really fucking in my head. It'd be like, "Mad, mad, mad." So nothing that nitpick that you miss about her. Cause she was just a great person overall, and anybody that met her. May have came, she may have came up strong, but they loved her after five minutes of talking with her. So just everything about her. If you could spend one more day with her, what would you do and say to her? I'm sorry for how shitty I was towards the end. Uh, I couldn't take the fact that you were dying. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to be, be a realist and realize that you were you were you were correct in saying that you felt like you were dying and that I love you and that I, I wish I could have treated you better than what I what I had for the last few years. I was there, but emotionally I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. So I retracted from you and I regret every minute of it. Have you ever suffered from depression? Yeah. Every day I do, but then I wake up from a stupid five minutes of self-pity and realize that nobody else is going to do anything for me, so I need to do it myself. Like, you could sit back and be depressed about everything in this world, but why let negativity and Satan consume you when such beauty in this world, there's such happiness, and we just, we choose to focus on the negativity, like, everybody's depressed to an extent, everybody's depressed, everybody's taking pills, but you combat it, you, you don't let it consume you, you don't let it consume you, and you, you work through it, and that's what I try to do, like, there was a time in my life where I thought I was going to commit suicide, very, very stupid, very, very stupid, but I mean, I, I don't know one human that I haven't talked to or a person that says they haven't thought about suicide, it's just, I think it's the human instinct that when we get sad or in depression or sorrows or pain that we, we instantly jump to that selfish, self-pity, I want to end my life, and... I just choose to not focus on that. I choose to focus on getting through the day happy and focus on as much positivity as I can compared to the negativity. Because honestly, there's so much negativity that can go on throughout the day that it'll bring you down. But that one little moment of negativity that does bring you down, your whole day's ruined. Yet there could be 500,000 things of positivity or happiness. Yet that one little thing that was very minor will just keep you down and you you don't need that. You don't need to do that. So I kicked my own ass to be stronger, to make sure that I'm not somebody that seems depressed or lets it conquer him because there's no point. No point at all. And what message will you tell people that are suffering from depression? Wake up. Wake up. There's more to this life than you think. God's there and he's not leaving you alone. You just don't see him.
In 2014, you became a father. What is fatherhood like, and how has it affected you? Sleepless nights. That's fatherhood. Sleepless nights. Uh, it's made me soft, I guess. I used to be able to shrug things off and let them roll off, or roll with the punches, as they say, and sometimes it's not that easy nowadays. Like, I feel like I've become more sensitive because I got a child. Like, I feel mushy-cushy inside because I love him so fucking much that you just want to kiss him until you might kill him. <laughs> like, it just... I know that doesn't really make sense, but I don't know, like, it's, it's made me even more responsible and more serious about life, because you gotta, you don't just have yourself to worry about, you have this being dependent upon you, just like everybody else says, like, you have this being dependent upon you, like, you can be one of those parents that just don't give two shits and neglect your child and let that child become American bastard of the world and be negative and not care or just contribute to the problems of this world where you can become a good person or be a good father and, and, and guide them. Like I think what father means to me is what my dad did for me and it was be there when you needed to be there and let you self-soothe or figure thing out or figure, figure things out on your own. And that's what I'm gonna do for Killian. Like I'm gonna be there 100 percent of the way, but there's things that he needs to figure out on his own, and that's that's where I'm, I'm thinking my fatherhood or how I'm gonna teach my child how to be. But how did it change me? I'm definitely more mushy-gushy, and fatherhood is just everything to me. Like I didn't know how to think or how to react or what it was going to be like, but every single day it's a roller coaster ride and it's the best day or it gets even better every single day. How often do you tell people you love them? Not that often. Not that often. Uh, I think, though I can be harsh and negative towards people, I mean, my actions prove otherwise. Like, I think they know that I love them by the actions that I, I, I do for them. I mean, I tell Gabby I love her every day because I do love her, and she's probably the love of my life. I mean, well, she is the love of my life, not probably. And that's definitely one person you should definitely tell that you love them every single day. But I mean, friends and family, like, they know I love them. Like, they know I care for them. Like, if I didn't, I wouldn't be around them, and I wouldn't do the things I do for them. Now, whether I say it enough, probably not, but I love them, and if I, if I truly didn't, like, if my, I mean, what's I love you without action, like, what's, I mean, you can't, you can't say I care without showing an action that you actually do care, or that you actually try to show that you care for people. say it often, I say it to Gabby enough, but I don't say it enough to, I guess, everybody else, but they should know that I do and that I care for them, because if I didn't, you wouldn't be in my life, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't try 
take care of anybody or do the things I do for them. What do you want to be in five to ten years? Five to ten years. Married to Gabby. Hopefully she's gone through school. She doesn't. I'm still gonna love her. Hopefully Killian's in kindergarten. Maybe maybe another kid on the way. Better job. Maybe uh, a national position with Red Bull or my own company of some sort. Not that I have to be successful with money, but just have a big family. That, like, if I could have a big family in five to ten years, three kids, married, and a successful marriage, that's where I want to be in five to ten years. What are your views on religion? Everybody's entitled to their own belief, and everybody was raised different. Different parts of the country believe in different parts of uh, Christianity, different parts of the world believe in different religions. Uh, do I think... All religions are correct or believe in the same God? No. Do I think all of Christianity is equal? No. Christianity, are, for the most part, are some form or some broken down versions of Catholicism. I was raised Catholic, not saying I'm better than anybody else because that's not what I believe and that's not what God taught. Jesus came down to this earth to establish a church. And that church was Catholicism. Anything else that branched off was done by man. And yes, you can say, oh, the Bible was written by man, or God God did this, and how do you know the Bible is inspired by God? Because it's written by man, but that's faith. You have to believe in it. And everything else that's come down, or any form of Christianity that's been formed, has been done by man, because he didn't like something with the Catholic Church. And you know what? Catholic Church is run by man, and man is flawed. We're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. God created us in his likeness of his eyes, but he didn't create us to be perfect. He created us to have free will. So that's why there's so many forms of Christianity and religion, because man comes up with something on his own. Every other religion or Christianity or form of Christianity can trace its roots back to Catholicism. The Catholic Church is the only church that can trace its roots back to the apostles who were bestowed with the power to forgive and basically were the first priests and popes back in the room when Jesus showed them it was truly him three days after he was crucified. Like That's when the Catholic Church the Catholic Church formed when Jesus was here but it was kept up after they were visited by the Holy Spirit and Jesus in the room that they were hiding in. And that's religion. That's Catholicism. That's where my beliefs are. And I may get slack for it, but that's my beliefs. Like, if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to me. It's my faith. And if you think I'm ignorant for it, then you're ignorant for being ignorant and thinking I'm ignorant. Yes, science proves things, and yes, we've had marvelous wonders. Shit, look at the twin, I mean, the World Trade Center, man. Like, it's, it's a modern marble right there, and the ingenuity and architecture, but it's, our minds are so feeble that we try to imagine the unfathomable, and that's why so many people are so against religion or 
so negative towards people that have faith and, and hope. Like, they just can't imagine, and that's it's unfortunate for them. What's more important to you, time spent or making money? Time spent. Because if you're spending your time right, you're making money. But if you spend your time right with family, <laughs> if you're spending your time right with family, you're making an impact on people's lives and teaching them the right way and the or teaching them what's right and wrong, and money's not everything. I mean, it's everything to this world, but it's not everything to all the world. It's what we survive off of, it's what we thrive off of, and that's unfortunate. But spending time with family and friends is probably the most important thing. You need to make memories, because at the end of the day, you don't take your fucking money to the grave, you take memories to the grave. And nobody's going to remember you for who you are if you're just an asshole with a lot of money. Like, nobody cares about who you are. Like, I mean, shit, Donald Trump. Not to hate on him or anything like that, but he's going to go down his history as a rich, arrogant asshole. A supreme whitest. A supreme whitey. Like, that's, that's what he's going to go down as. Like, nobody's going to remember, remember him for anything else. Like, don't want to be remembered as a rich asshole? No. I want to be remembered by my family as somebody that cared and I was there not there worried about money. It's not worth it. People lose family over money. So, if you spend your time wisely, you can make money, but you should spend your time worrying about your family and being with your family more than worrying about money. Because at the end of the day, for me, God will provide, not anybody else. If you had one year left to live, what would you do? All the drugs now. Uh, <laughs> Take a big fat fucking loan out. Travel the world with Gabby and Killian. Claim bankruptcy and say fuck the world. That's what I would do. I, I would visit. I would visit all. All the different beautiful cathedrals in Europe. I'd spend some time in China, getting to know people out there, make them realize that. Not all Americans are arrogant assholes. Same thing for the rest of the world. Um, but I, I'd spend it with those I care the most. I, I wouldn't worry about money. I wouldn't worry about dying. Because honestly, I could die from a fucking rock being shot off of a boat. Or somebody just randomly picking me off from a skyscraper. Like We don't know when we're going to die, so I'm not going to waste my time worrying, will I live the next day, or will I live a year and then die, like, if I had a little year, it would, it'd be worry, it wouldn't be concerned about dying, it'd be concerned about the memories I make with my family. Do you really listen when other people speak to you? Do I really listen? No, because I don't give two shits about what the fuck they have to say. Um... Depends on who's talking to me, honestly. If it's family or friends, it may not seem like I'm listening, but I do. I, I pocket it and I figure out how, to, how I can help, and it just depends on the situation. 
And if it's something that they're battling with or struggling with, then I try to help to an extent. Then I realize like it's something they have to go through on their own. But I'm there to listen. It may not seem like it, or it may seem like I'm distracted. But realistically, I'm taking in everything they have to say. They just don't realize it. They think I'm just ignoring them, but if they knew the memories and thoughts in this head, they would be shocked. Are you afraid to speak your own opinions? Not really. I mean, I'm not afraid to do it. I'm just tired of hearing the you're arrogant or you're ignorant or you're a bigot or I just don't want to deal with that bullshit. Like, not every opinion should be heard and I know mine shouldn't always be heard, but don't force your opinion on mine, and I'm not going to force mine on you. If it comes to a certain issue that I, I think that should really be said, I'll, I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, fuck all this black and white bullshit. I'm talking about the race bullshit. There's ignorant black people, there's ignorant white people, and no matter how much we fight this racism, bullshit war, it's never going to go away. It's because we've let society lose God, I'll bring it back to it, lost God, it's lost morals, it's lost standards. It's lost the golden rule, love your neighbor as you love yourself. It's, in this world, it's fucking love yourself. And that's one issue I'll speak right now, and I don't care if anybody thinks I'm ignorant for saying it, but racism, no matter how you combat it, it's, it's you can condemn it, but people aren't gonna speak up, they'll just keep it in their hearts. You can, you can oppress it as much as you want, and people aren't gonna speak up, but it's going to be in their hearts. It's going to be in their minds. Shit, there's just as, as much ignorance. Ignorance and racism in each race in this war that the only way we're going to solve it is either through killing each other's race until one of them doesn't exist or actually coming together through God and taking care of each other. And it seems like we're more down the path of we're going to start killing each other before we before we solve anything. It's because we want to point out the problems and not figure out solutions. We're quick to point, 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 point when something is injustice to your race, yet you really don't find a solution. You... touch of what actually is the issue. What would you like to see happen as a solution for that situation? First off, suck it up and get over it because it's going to exist for the rest of the dawn of this world because man will be greedy, man will be greedy because man wants everything. 
one one day somebody's gonna try to rule the world. Shit, Hitler tried to, so he created he destroyed a religious group by the executed them by the millions. So if we could, I would like people to suck it up and get over it. I know it's kind of harsh to say that, but if you ignore something, it'll go away. If you if you're strong enough, you can get past something. If you're strong enough, two groups can come together and conquer something. And if you if you really want to get rid of the Ku Klux Klan or the Black Panthers or anything like that, don't give them social outlets. Don't give them social media time. Fucking ignore them. Make them to the point that we realize that they're arrogant and ignorant and that we're not there to listen to them because all we do is listen to them in society right now. Otherwise, they wouldn't be so prominent. We would, if, if we didn't give so much voice to them, we wouldn't have to worry about it because honestly, racism is going to exist. It's going to it's going to happen. And same thing for religious fighting, like Muslim versus Christianity, or, or Muslim versus Judaism, or Judaism versus Christianity. Like. It's not going to go away. It's always going to be there because somebody thinks they're better than the other. But if you take that thought that thought process away that somebody's better than, than the other and say, fuck it, and let it be, it might correct itself. That's kinda, it's kind of ignorant to think that something should correct itself, but natural selection, natural order of things, they always correct itself. And sometimes if you just ignore the thorn in your side, it goes away. A child, when it's pitching a tantrum as a, as a, as a, as a one or two year old, you can either spank it and give it attention, sit down and talk about it, and maybe those two things don't work, or you can ignore the child not neglect it, but ignore the tantrum and let themselves soothe, and most of the time, it figures its way out, and it takes care of itself, and it realizes, oh, if I don't give this attention, or if I don't get the attention, or if I pitch a tantrum, and I don't get the attention, this is not how I should act. So, if society really wanted to end something, or get over it, or try to combat stupidness that is and the ignorance that is racism you would have to literally ignore it because we give it too much too much light, we give it too much too much airtime, too much social media so no, I'm not afraid to speak up when when I have an opinion no, I'm not worried about the slack I'll get, no you know what? I don't give a fuck. So say what you need to say and get out of my face type thing. Like, not everybody is right. And shit, I'm not always right. But I guarantee you that we put our faith back in God, ignored the ignorance, it would go away. No, it wouldn't disappear completely, but it would subside. And those who actually had racism on their heart and mind wouldn't be able to let it out. 
because you're not giving it a voice. You're ignoring it. So. It's the ultimate goal in life. Fuck, we just make money. Yes. Say yes to the dress now. Um, ultimate goal in life. Not that I have to be well off financially, but I want to be well off family-wise. Like, I want to be able to take care and provide for a, a, a fairly decent-sized family and be able to contribute to the poor or contribute to a charity that I think needs needs help. And Or I want to, I want to live a... based off money or what the world thinks I should I should live or base my life off of like who are you to tell me what to do or who are you to tell me how to live my life like I want to live my life how I want to live it not based off of money and have a, have a, have a meaningful life with family like shit this, this world is all about money 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 it's consumerism 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 instead of putting in hard work and fulfilled by the hard work. Some of those people that work the hardest and get paid shit some of the most happy people in the world yet some of these people that are fucking boo-boo rich they think they can have everything and buy everything and the most miserable people ever because they have to have to have to have to have the next materialistic thing. So my ultimate goal in life is not be so materialistic and take care of my family and take care of those who need to be taken care of. What's your opinion of Harold Gibson? Douchebag. That's it. Nah. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. I love him. But where I, I prioritize my, my ideas is where I base off my opinion on him. He's, he's caring, kind, giving. What he lacks, care of himself. He's concerned of others and not of himself. When in this day and age, it's kind of hypocritical of me to say, but he needs to, he needs to worry about himself. He needs to stop worrying about what others think of him. He needs to stop worrying about... Yes. Stop worrying about worry. Because at the end of the day, God's going to provide for and take care of him. But he needs to prioritize a little better. He worries about others before he worries about himself. And that's, that's where he, he goes wrong a little bit. God says, love those like you love yourself, or love yourself like, or love others like you love yourself. But you can't deny yourself. You can't deny yourself. You can't deny yourself. Come stronger. Genuinely good person who cares about others, but for 
care about himself. He forgets to prioritize what he needs to survive in this world. And sometimes becomes too much of a dreamer. Not that that's a bad thing, it's just he needs to prioritize goals so that he can accomplish his dreams and get where he wants to be because honestly nobody's going to do the hard work for him nobody's going to nobody's going to hold his hand through this world maybe a little child one day or maybe a little shithead I don't know who knows but he's a genuinely good person fuck boy but a genuinely good person who cares for others who does not have a problem being naked in the world Physically and spiritually. More physically than anything. <laughs> uh, but no. He just needs to... I think it stopped. I don't think it's important. Oh, no, it's numbers. Sorry, it, did, it didn't change numbers. Like It looked like it stopped, sorry. Um, you just need to... He just needs to prioritize a little better. Like, accomplish goals to get where you want to be. Like, but, he's the ultimate side bitch, you know? No. No, he, he's, he's the best friend you want in your life. That's... We have a tink tink, but... It gives us whole heart. <laughs>